I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts. Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome back to There's Always Next Year on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. Uh, as we follow up the Jets' loss to the Bengals on week three, Sunday of the 2022 season, we have Travis Milton, who you can find on Twitter at Dash 37 Board 27, and Josh Conrad, who you can find at Josh underscore Conrad, who brought a, uh, a special gift for us later. He's showing oh, yeah. it. I'm not going to I'm not going to um, uh, tease it yet, but uh, but we're going to have some fun a little later in the in the podcast. He brought a special. I'll just say this. He brought a special book for us to go through. Oh, um, so special. special. But, um, very special. But gentlemen, um, it's hard to win when you trade field goals for touchdowns against the <laughs> uh, AFC champions uh, of, of a season ago who was clearly wounded coming into this game. Um, yeah, uh, but before we get to talking about the game and the merits or demerits of the game, we have to talk about Nick Mangold and his Ring of Honor ceremony, mm. which happened. I I believe, it was awesome, and he chugged a beer. I mean, I wish he had chugged the whole thing, uh, but respect to him. He was clearly emotional in that moment, uh, but it would have been awesome just to see him pound that entire Bud Light. That would have been amazing. Absolutely. It would have made me what? the happiest. It would have made up for all the dumb shit. Do you yeah, think now he's done, but the game? Yeah, not, yeah. not him. Yeah, the game. No, Clearly the not game. him. No. There's, there's something. There's something about pounding a Bud Light that you get two big chugs in and go, "Wait, what am I chugging this for? I don't want to chug this at all. I want to spit this out of my mouth." <laughs> well, he he the might be way, contractually like, obliged. Just he get might it down. Be contractually obliged, uh, thanks to his uh, his commercials of last year. That's I true. Think. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was, it was a great moment to see him. It was great to see him, you know, credit all family and friends and, you know, uh, and all his teammates and all the people who helped get him to that point. Um, but it was kind of bittersweet, right. And it's, and it's especially more frustrating when it's kind of a homecoming situation and the jets go out and lay an egg for a guy who's as respected inside the organization, who was kind of like summarily let go. I don't know if he wanted to you know, mm. just end his career at that point, but it kind of just abruptly ended there to me, it felt like. Um, so to be thinking about like what could have been, I mean, he was a seven time pro bowler, um, all the other accolades he got and, you know, no rings for his fingers, unfortunately. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of thought about that aspect of uh, as, as storied an amazing career he had. And then against what I saw and then what I heard post game from some of the players and I'm like, I don't want to say the phrase that everybody says, but like, it is hard to to just keep putting yourself up for this. So I don't know what what were your thoughts as you were watching the game. I was um, I was you guys were texting up a storm. Holy moly! Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> Josh might have some notes. I don't know if uh, anybody has any notes, but there were problems in the secondary. There were problems in the offensive line. Travis, where do you want to start? O-line, I mean, it's it's a tough pill to swallow when you're 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 sitting there looking at Nick Mangold, who is joined by Alan Fanica and Damian Woody there to support him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that was a hell of a freaking line. I don't have to tell anybody that listens to this podcast or that is talking right now with me. But and then seeing George Fance shit the bed, then get replaced by Connor McGovern, who was shitting himself while. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the left side of the line is horrible. Like I, I have sung the praises of Max Mitchell since day one, but I never expected him to be probably the best, the best lineman mm-hmm. we have. I, if if you look at the PFF grades, like a any kind of grades, the right side of the line is amazing. ABT, freaking solid. Uh, Max Mitchell is you know for for a guy on on day three. Game three mm-hmm. of his career mm-hmm. looks amazing, um, and then McGovern, you know, he's showing up, but the left hand, the left side is just just softer than a diaper full of baby shit. I say, <laughs> I no, it's fine. Uh, maybe a, a diaper full of um, of baby of shit after food. after eating brie cheese or something. Yeah, oh. I know, mm. give it a little more, a little more. Um, yeah, uh, Josh, what, what, did you, what did you think as you were watching this game? I know you were getting a little hot under the collar. Getting a little hot under the collar. Uh, and it initially started with uh, Sauce's breakup of that long pass to Jamar Chase, which I felt like I jumped off the couch, and it was the first time I jumped off the couch <laughs> in joy with this team in some time, um, other than last week's uh, the, the late touchdown and winning that game. But um, And then immediately got, got put back in my place on, I think, the very next play. Uh, the Jets sent maybe nine guys um, after after Burrow um, and our beloved safeties just decided. Um, like I, I don't know if it was Joiner, I don't know which one it was, but um, it was it was either T Higgins or or uh, Tyler Boyd caught that pass kind of over the middle, and they both just decided we're just going to run at you and kind of run into you and hope that you fall over without I don't know opening up your arms and wrapping up a tackle. Like I don't understand how you got to this level of the NFL with just this, I'm just going to put a shoulder into the guy and assume he's going to go over like wide receivers. Don't do that, man. Like they're not little, these aren't little guys we're playing with. These are big physical receivers. Um, 
and the Jets safeties just completely bungled that play. And that to me felt like the big turning point was the Jets kind of sent the house to get some pressure on Burrow. He gets rid of the ball quickly on what should have been an eight to 10 yard play. And it turned into a 50, 60 yard play. And uh, they were kind of off and running. And from that point on, it felt like they could do whatever they want um, against our defense. So I'm proposing a new rule um, that you don't get to get called a safety until you've, you've earned that nickname. You cannot be a safety and not mm-hmm. provide safety to your team. You are a defensive back who <laughs> plays off the line until told otherwise. Until yes. told yeah. otherwise. Until you like earn the, the, the marker. The top yeah. gun one. You you were unsafe. Yes. Yes. You were unsafe. This is going unsafe. off on, on Maverick. You were unsafe. You were. You, yeah. They were safeties. I get exactly. Exactly. So th- those guys, man. Like I feel like they, our corners balled out, and and our safeties let us down afternoon, uh, all afternoon, play after play. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we could talk about George Fant getting. Man, George Fant's getting getting benched, and we're going to McDermott. Like you know, the offensive line is in shambles. Um, so, a lot of money we've spent there, and not not a lot of output to this point. That feels super frustrating on that offensive line. But offensive line and safeties, I feel like that's going to be the mo for this season. That Jamar Chase touchdown was literally the exact same thing as what happened with that Amari Cooper touchdown a week prior. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 Joiner. Trying to, it's, it's you know he's 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 the the quarterback of the the defense essentially like back there and he's the one making the calls with with Sauce and uh, I can't remember uh, it was, was uh, C J Mosley was one of the linebackers um, and they split off and then Chase is right there just all by himself like the the communication is terrible but I think it boils down cool. to the fact that those two don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that there's plenty of time for you to go over to prizepicks.com and make your daily fantasy entries on their player projections. On Sunday, Joe Flacco eclipsed his player projection of 233 yards by getting 255 yards. Garrett Wilson eclipsed his player projection of 43 yards by getting 60 yards. I wouldn't recommend picking Joe Flacco again this week because he's probably not going to play, but you may want to stick with Garrett Wilson. You may think that Corey Davis is going to have a bounce back week. Either way, make sure you go to prizepicks.com using the promo code PLAJ and get in on the action because it's a lot of fun and it's really easy. Here's how it works. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. You can do football, NFL, college football. You can do basketball, NBA, college basketball, NASCAR, UFC, whatever you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's promo code PLAJ at prizepix.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. You can go find on the Jets um, like YouTube page. You can find there's a, there's a, a bunch of Quotes from DJ Reed, someone was just standing, you know, in front of his locker with the camera and press are asking questions. And I mean, and it was just comment after comment, you know, on repeat of him effectively saying, like, until we play complimentary football, like we're making, you know, we're not going to be able to win. Like we're making mental errors. We can't do that. We got to get it fixed. We're giving them stuff. Like he said it like multiple and we got to get it fixed ASAP. He said that multiple times. Um, but he his point was like. And this is this is what's demoralizing as a fan when you hear someone like DJ Reed who is standing up and you know being accountable for what's happening on the field, and he says, "Listen, like we're not even putting them in a position to earn these catches or you know earn these yards. We're just giving them the yards." Um, like to me, that's like, uh, that's like a you know a sledgehammer to the chest where it, he's mm-hmm. he's trying to say like we're not even doing our work and our job and processing what we need to process. We're just, we've got one of the greatest wide receivers in the league. Yes. And that's no excuse, but in it, you can't just say, Oh, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. He's not taking that out at all. He's saying, no, we're not even doing our job. And so to me, like that is where, you know, you, the, the heat is starting to rise a little bit on this regime. I think everybody's safe this year and into next year, maybe a defensive coordinator or someone like that gets, you know, gets, you know, put on ice. But, um, but, but I do think like the heat is rising. And when you hear a player say like that, I I don't know how else to respond other than to say, then who's in the coaching room, what's happening on Tuesday or, you know, well, not Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever, right? Like what's happening there. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you go. You were you were chopping the bit. Go for it. I, I'm just saying. I don't know that everybody is safe. I think we what we saw with Ulbrich and Quinn and Williams on Sunday was a little bit indicative of, of where this defense is feeling it. And man, I'm I'm gonna try to scurry and I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up and look for the stat. But there's some stat about before before that play they had sent four or six rushers and they weren't getting to the quarterback and Quinn and Williams explodes on Ulbrich. Um, and then after that, 
um, when they would send four guys, they were, they were up in the, you know, eight to 10 pressures on the quarterback. So clearly the players right now seem to know a little bit more and how they should be calling plays and what schemes they should be using. And man, if that's also a gut punch right now. So man, I don't know mm-hmm. that everybody's going to be safe. If Ulbricht's getting into yelling matches with Quinn and Williams on the sideline, I think the organization's going to side with Quinn and Williams on this. So I'm going to go look for the yeah. stat um, while, while Travis fills in it's, some more of our, our vitriol. I mean, the coaching is just, it's, it's just flat. It's, it's, it's unacceptable. Like the, the, uh, the, the lack of discipline, the, the, the stupid freaking penalties. Um, and like, also I feel like we're, we're in this perpetual regime. It doesn't matter who the coach is of outsmarting yourself. Like Quentin Williams is 53rd in the league on snap counts. Why is he being taken out? Why are we getting with this rotation? Put the right. players on the damn field, yeah. and that's 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 a problem. Yeah, I'd be pissed off too. I'd be screaming at everybody in the freaking sidelines if I know damn well I'm having a good year. I'm gonna have a great year, and I know I'm gonna do better than freaking Nathan Shepard out there. Or why, why the hell is Bryce Huff inactive still? I mean, that dude. <laughs> why is Martin on the field, not Huff? I, I I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. I found the stat. Any the stat. person that knows anything about it, about football, to, even the imp can say that, yeah. that he is better. Go for it. Sorry, I'm going to keep going off of the last NFL NFL Next Gen Stats had this. So the Jets rushed five-plus players just five times after Quentin Williams and uh, Aaron Whitecott and sideline argument. Uh, so our, our, our guy Connor Hughes had this pre-talk when rushing four, which was eight times, they got one pressure and zero sacks. Post-talk, when only rushing four, mm. happened 18 times, eight pressures, two sacks. So clearly, clearly here, uh, mm-hmm. Quinnen telling Aaron Whitecotton what scheme they should be running um, and and not just, just rush four. Let us just rush four. We're going to get home. It happened 18 times after their mm. little scuff, scuffle on the sideline, which resulted in eight pressures and two sacks. Now, is everybody just fired up and – we're yelling at each other on the sidelines. Yeah, and now, now our field's boiling, right? Yeah, exactly. Possibly, yeah. and it might be possibly, that, maybe, but maybe but it, it actually worked, right? Maybe it could it just be also worked. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Quinn and going to the guys and saying, "Listen, this is what we should be doing right now. Let's just take this in our own hands." And my gosh, like if if White Cotton's in the office two weeks from now, I'm actually going to be pretty shocked. But um, man, I don't know. I don't know if Oldbrook's going to going to make it through this entire season. Mm-hmm. It feels like. We are so disjointed on that side of the field with communication and just getting to a place where everybody's on the same page. Here's our scheme. Let's go run it. And coaches that are open to hearing from their players. Hey, actually, I think this is what's happening. Could be blah, blah, blah. Like there's got to be some, some mutual trust that's happening. That seems like it's completely broken right now. Yeah. And you know, this is not accounting for what's happening on offense or defense, but I mean, I do think it's worth calling out. I just, I tried to look it up. It's really hard to find penalty stats these days anymore. I don't know why, like ESPN and stuff, like they make it hard to find or whatever. So there's a site just called NFLPenalties.com. And um, so it's like all offense, defense, and special teams. Um, I'm sure there's ways to break it up, but I'm not that smart uh, to quickly look it up. The Jets are currently ranked, if we're going by total yards against the team, the Jets are ranked... One, two, three, four, sixth. They are sixth in the league in terms of total yards uh, leveled against them. Um, and I understand they've had a lot of plays. You know, they're passing the ball a ton. Like, there's lots of opportunities for penalties, like, happening all over the field. And, like, so it's not just offense or not just defense or whatever. But this is a whole team situation. 
And I mean, and, and so all I'm trying to say is that this is a, a very frustrating situation when, you know, you, you're, you're just putting your team, or you're not doing the things that you should be doing kind of back to the DJ Reed point, which is like, we're, you're just giving them things. You're miscommunicating on the field. You're letting up dumb penalties. And like, part of it might be that they're just outclassed, right? It could just be that. I mean, you know, and that might be part of why they're getting all these penalties. And, and I think that's, you know, fine. That's a valid reasoning. But at the same time, like it also teams that go to the Super Bowl don't also lead the league in penalties or whatever, right? Like that, that's, so I know if we're, if we're trying to move away from losing all the games and winning some games or trying to get to the playoffs, like these trends have to stop somewhere and we're in, you know, this is now year two and you've had a chance to put your stamp on the system on the offense or the defense. And I understand you don't have all your guys and you're not going to all, you're never going to have all your guys, but sometime this has to stop. And I'm not trying to beat them up, you know, too bad because they just played the Bengals, which again, AFC champions. Um, and, you know, they caught them at a inopportune time where they were really backs to the wall. Um, and I think they're finally figuring out what it means to overcome, you know, their own adversity and all the things that they were doing in the offseason. Um, and the Jets, you know, happened to win a game that they probably st- they literally stole a week ago. And so fans were excited and there's misplaced uh, expectations. But, um, yeah, they, they still have to correct it. They still have to correct it. It's the same penalties. We have had an ineligible downfield every game this year. That should happen (laughs) maybe once, twice a season. Um, Yes. It's not like we're getting flagged for PIs like all the damn time. Like that's not happening because I mean, there's, there's not outside of sauce or DJ, no one else is around the ball. Um, We're getting hit with personal fouls, people hitting late, like the, the Corey Davis one. Holy shit. I mean, yeah, and I think they uh, – mm, I'm trying to look at the pre-snap counts, like what the Jets were. I thought they were higher than they were. Okay. They're actually not – they're actually not bad in pre-snaps oh. at least. But, um, you know, so that's good. That's good at yeah. least. That's one thing that they're not bad at. But they're bad in countless other areas, right, areas where it's like, guys, this is 101 stuff. Like, what, what are we doing here? Um yeah. Okay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying. Listen. I'm not saying the game yesterday was winnable. Like I. 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 I don't think yeah. I went in thinking like, and we're gonna we're gonna soundly beat up the right. AFC champions from a year ago. But like even first quarter, we're moving the ball. We're getting field goals, which is frustrating. But we're moving the ball. We're in this get game, a turnover. Right? And then you, get you a just yeah. Like and then you just you 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 give up these massive couple of plays that deflates our defense. And then you got Quinn Williams screaming on the sideline. And from that, that point on, it was lifeless. It just felt lifeless other yeah. than that D-line finally getting home a little bit. But, you know, other, other than that, man, I feel like everything got very, very boring very quickly. Now, my hope is that as Zach comes back now, as we get Zach mm-hmm. back behind, behind center, um, a little bit of innovation on the offense. Man, I'm, if, he, if he and Garrett Wilson, you know, if Garrett Wilson goes any less than 10, 10 targets for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to shave my head every single time it happens because <laughs> there is no reason why Zach Wilson and Garrett, Garrett Wilson can't make 10 to 12 target attempts happen every single game, get the ball in that guy's hands, let him run around and make plays. He's on, on pace for an insane year. Like that's our playmaker. You got to go to him. So man, I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful. And at the same time, pre pre frustrated with what the scheme might look like the next couple of weeks. <laughs> like, I don't want the, Oh, Zach Wilson's just coming back. We got to ease him back in. Right. Like get the guy back in High there run. Let him start throwing the ball around. Let's get to what we thought this offense was going to be as quickly as possible. 
I think you're right. And I think the natural tendency that they're going to want to protect him, which means they're going to deflate the football a little bit. You're not, I, I doubt you'll see 50 pass attempts, you know, this game and, you know, we'll see. But, hey, if Flacco um, but, can yeah. do it, then he can do it. <laughs> and that's kind of been my thought is like, if you're going to let Joe Flacco throw the ball 50 times, is it purely because that's what you have to do? Like to even be in these games uh, or it, but like, it's, it's very, it's going to be very interesting. If we see a marked tick down in uh, in pass attempts, if it goes from you know fifty two or whatever we're used to seeing the last couple of weeks to thirty or twenty six or something like that, like that's going to be the talk the next week after that, right? Like, why are you letting Joe Flacco air it out um, and throw interceptions into triple coverage or whatever, um, or you know get get the ball knocked out of his hand, uh, but you're not going to let that for Zach who is regardless of what you think about him, he is at least more athletic at this point in his career. He is a mobile platform. Um, you know, he can run and, you know, squirt out and get, you you know, six to eight to 10 yards on a, on a carry if he needs to. Um, but yeah, what one would hope that that's, that's what's going to happen. All right. Uh, yeah. Lastly, just to say, you know, so Salah did say after the game, we're taping this Monday afternoon. He did say after the game, I'm expecting referring to Zach him back. Uh, but the doctor's, but until the doctors say so, I'm just going to say he's being evaluated. So he's not taking a stance until the doctors give him the clear. That might come this week. I can't imagine it would come before Wednesday or Thursday. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe they will because they feel like they need to, you know, pre- preempt the press or something. And maybe maybe that comes out. Maybe it'll come out today. I don't know. But um, but regardless, like, they're going to want to watch it, I, I would imagine, uh, and maybe push it off a little bit in the week. That's what I would do. But again, I'm not an NFL coach. Um, all right. We have one major thing to get through before we go. Um, Josh, would you like to tell us um, something you were given a gift or something and you have, you have a little game for us to play. What's going on <laughs> in, in, in the, in, in the year of our Lord, 2009, a book was copywritten and published um, by, by our good friends at ASM publishing um, written by our good friend, uh, Dan Lieberfeld, um, who came up with the New York Jets Confidential Book of New York Jets Trivia, Volume 1. Volume 1. There are, wow. there are more there are multiple volumes. volumes floating around and, somewhere. And, and so he, here's how we're going to play this game on a weekly basis. One of you is going to pick um, a decade, and you can pick from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, oh and the 2000s. Um, and the other one will pick a number between 1 and 10, and I will choose a trivia question to a- ask the two of you, and we yes. will see how good we are at our Jets trivia. So I don't know if you want to do right. a coin toss, who's picking what decade, or who's going to pick what uh, number. But I'll give you. I'll it. give you. I'll give you the honors, Travis. You get to pick what you want. Nineties. Nineties. Okay. And, and then, Brian, and then will you I give me a number between one and ten? One and ten. Uh, four. Number four. Okay, here's your question for the day. What Jet recorded 13 sacks in 1990? 1990. What Jet recorded 13 sacks in the year 1990? Do we just say? Buzz in. I'm going to say Dennis Bird. I'm going to say Dennis Bird. You would be correct. One Dennis Bird playing the eagle tackle position. Dennis Bird, 13 sacks in 1990. God damn. Uh, Damn, I, you want another right, one? No, another one for the road? Yeah, let's do another one for Travis. One more. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna say this was written in when oh nine. Okay, so I'll yep. pick the decade. I'll say I don't want to. I don't want to make it too hard for Travis. I'll say the two thousands, the oddies. Okay, 
All right. And Trav, why don't you pick a number between one and ten? Seven. Number seven. Ooh, this is great. This is a good one. Who has the longest touchdown reception in Jets playoff history? Wow. As of 2009. Not, not that there's been a lot more since 2009, but. So this is in the decade of the 2000s. Who has the longest in touchdown the reception in Jets playoff history? You want me to give you the year? Yeah. This happened in, in 2006. Ooh. Do you remember? Do you remember the play? Brian, I, I don't, Brian remembers I don't it. remember the play. I have a. I have a. Well, I. I, should, I remember I the play. Uh, I'm saying uh, 06. So it would be either Lavernius Coles or Jericho Cotri. I'm going to go with Cotri. Whoa, was Cotri? Yeah, Cotri was there. Yeah, I'll say Cotri. I'm going to say Cotri. Um. So 06. It was a 77 yarder against the Patriots. Oh, 77 geez. yarder against the Patriots. That would have so been Mangini so era. Oh. Um, if it's this one I'm gonna, guy. I'm going to go, go uh, Brad Smith. Brad Smith. <laughs> that's a good call. That's, that's a, good, a good, call. good That's a good guess. One of you is correct. It's not me. It would be Gotcha. one Mr. Jericho Cotchery. 77 Ooh, yarder. Wow. 2006 New England Patriots game. Wow, I was hoping that it wasn't going to be Tim Dwight because I know he was I, there that year. Lord. <laughs> I was like, if it's Tim Tim Dwight, I give up on this forever. I'm never gonna do this <laughs> anymore. This was that was awesome. That was awesome. That was right. fun. Listen, what if it was Justin have... Justin McCarrens? I was gonna say if it was Justin <laughs> McCarrens, <laughs> I think the podcast is over. I quit. Yeah, we quit forever. <laughs> no more. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we, I got to run. Um, gentlemen, this was amazing. I got to go pick up my girls. They're, they're waiting at, at school for me. I got to go get them. School and then I got to go to a Monday night football game. And I'm not talking oh. about, I'm not talking about m and I'm talking about, I'm talking about 12 year olds, 12 and 13 year olds. Well, listen, the quarter, the quarterback play in your son's Monday night football game might rival what's going to happen tonight between uh, <laughs> Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones. It could. It very well could. Uh, anyway, by the way, by the way, we got smashed in that in that loss. We, we lost thirty seven to oh. sixteen in that game. But oh. a seventy seven yarder for Jericho Cotri. Uh, we 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 still got Cot- we always got Cotri. All right, gentlemen, I got to go. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners. More trivia in weeks ahead. Um, we will see you after week four. We hope we're celebrating a victory and a Zach Wilson seven hundred yard performance. Um, with 17 touchdowns, but you know, we'll, we'll, you know, you got to shoot for the stars, right? You got to shoot for the stars guys. Um, all right. Thank you everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.